Would you like to discover something new that can enhance your lifestyle? If so, then strap yourself in for the next half hour or so and discover some helpful dialogue relating to an interesting health and happiness topic. Your feedback following the recording will be greatly appreciated and can be shared via email to petra at threequartertime.com.au. Every week, there'll be a new addition to the podcast collection and a PDF summary about each topic can be requested with your feedback. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen, and it is with my great pleasure that I introduce Petra Taylor-Smith and this week's Health and Happiness podcast. Hi, and welcome to Make It Count, our interview series. And today, I'm grateful to have a travel manager with me, someone with expertise in the area of personal travel opportunities. She is from Brisbane and can work closely with people to achieve their own tailor-made trip, whether it be business or pleasure. As one of her client's testimonials reads, Rose is such a fabulous travel agent and a fabulous woman, creative thinker, super organised, really knows her stuff, always responds quickly and accurately. She has a heart of gold and is a kind and generous supporter of the community. Highly recommended. So, wow, what more can I say except welcome, Rose? (laughs) Thank you, Petra. Thank you very much for inviting me today. It's a pleasure to be with you and chatting about a topic I'm so passionate about, obviously, worldwide travel and cruise. Oh, how lovely. What a great area to work in. So, Rose, for this interview, I have a few questions prepared. So let's see how we go at bringing the audience together some new and wonderful insights into the topic of travel, something many over 50s aspire to do. Okay, firstly, most people love the thought of travel, but is it safe yet to do so? And if so, what extra precautions would you recommend for people over 50 when embarking overseas, for instance? Yeah, look, definitely, Petra. Um, it the global pandemic has certainly impacted our lives and travel plans for you know the last two years or so, and now we're gen- we're gradually opening back up, and it's a really good time to start thinking about your next journey. So whether you want to explore locally or abroad, here are some tips that I think are really important to consider. Um, Firstly, I mean, checking the health advisories and uh, travel warnings around the world is something you should probably do first up just to make sure that there's no significant warnings for the destination that you might be looking for. So um, departments such as DFAT and Smart Traveller websites are really good places to start with that and just to make sure that you've got the all clear for that um, particular destination and also helps you uh, narrow down your vacation options. The other thing I think is really important is to create a bucket list. I mean, the the pandemic really affected and impacted all of our travel plans. And so now's a perfect time to really start thinking about those ideal places that you've always wanted to get to. Um, Now, the the third thing I think is really important is to engage a really um, professional travel expert to help you and one that is ATIS accredited because I think now more than ever it's really important that you have someone by your side. Um, Online booking and booking via um, various other means can be fought with a little bit of danger I think the pandemic taught us with long hold times and often difficulty in reaching a person. So engaging a travel professional will certainly help alleviate some of that pressure. And I think some of the so, Rose, did you say asset accredited? ATAS, so A-T-A-S. Right. And what does that stand for? Yeah. Um, so that's the Australian Tourism Association of Travel Agents. Thank you. Yeah. 
Um, and I think it's really important to, um, one of the other things is really important is to register and have travel insurance. So, you know, once your trip's booked, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but it is really important that you do that. And I think finally, um, one of my big tips is make sure your passport is still valid. If you can find it, dust it off and make sure that you've got that because I know there's a minimum of about six weeks wait on those at the moment. So they're probably my five top tips. Great. Yeah, no, it's always good to hit those sort of things and then we can elaborate as we go. So in Australia, are you finding that, I mean, with all the limitations during the pandemic, Australian travel obviously took off immensely, um, but it is an expensive form of travel, even though it's in our own backyard. So that's fascinating, isn't it, that it's often cheaper to go overseas. Is that still the case? Look, I think it is. Um, having said that, I mean, Australia obviously being, you know, um, you know, a fairly well-developed country, we're certainly not going to have the prices of some of the lesser developed countries that, you know, traditionally people will travel to for a little bit of a cheaper holiday. Um, but I think um, it is it is still expensive here um, in some respects. Um, but I think overseas now the airfares are particularly um, increased in price and I think that everyone's noticed that. So it does make going overseas more expensive than I think anticipated. So post-pandemic, I would say that people budgeting would need to allow, you know, it's up to at least 30% more for some airfares. Um, so you really need to budget that in for your, um, you know, for your future travel overseas as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Really helpful information, Rose. Um, now, so just say a person has some money saved and they have an idea of a trip that they'd like to do. How long would you recommend that they plan with you before they undertake that trip? Look, I think um, with with plans at the moment, as far out as you possibly can, I mean, we are doing bookings. I'm doing bookings for 2024 and 2025 even at the moment. Um, look, waiting till the last minute can be fought with a little bit of danger in that availability is still quite restrictive. Um, airlines are not back up to full capacity and being in Australia, we can't go far without catching a flight or, or obviously a cruise. But, um, you know, we need to allow that time to access, say, the best fares. And I think the old adage of booking as far in advance as possible is still the case. With a lot of airlines, hotels and cruise companies, Generally, we find that the best value is with as much lead-in time as you can and then the prices will go up with demand and I'm seeing a lot more of that more recently where people are having to pay a lot more for either full economy tickets or higher, more um, expensive room categories simply because the, the bookings are full. Mm. Yeah, and I think everybody's really excited to now think it, it is a lot safer. So um, it's just a shame at the moment that the flights I know have been excessive, especially if you're going to the United Kingdom. But um, yeah. Yeah, it's always like, <laughs> good to plan in advance and then you can possibly look out for uh, when the, the specials come up, if they come up. Mm. Yes, yeah, that's right. All right, so it sounds so straightforward and definitely having a travel manager seems to offer peace of mind, especially if you have specific requirements for your trip. Now, many of us would feel happier travelling with insurance and you started to say something about this. So in case anything goes wrong, what recommendations would you make? Look, I think um, much like anything in life, I think if you've got insurance and 
let me say the very best medical and travel insurance policies will just give you that peace of mind while you're traveling. Um, I'm able to assist with even annual policies for people who just want to buy an insurance policy for travel and let it just sit and forget. So that way, when you do say take a last minute trip, you know, it's already in place. But I think just affording the very best policy, um, and there's a, there's a many out there, but it's really important that your cover does cover still situations like the pandemic, along with other inclusions such as cancellation, medical coverage to protect you and your travel companions or your family when you're traveling. And, you know, really um, is able to assist you, particularly in the case of emergencies whilst traveling abroad and obviously any cancellations. So there's some really key areas to look at when you're comparing policies, but definitely something I wouldn't leave home without. No, I think you're much better off <laughs> in the category um, of over 50s. You know, you just want to make sure that for your health and so forth, you've got a lot of options um, in terms of hospitals and things if you are overseas and getting yourself Definitely. safely. So I wouldn't do um, anything but get travel insurance. And it's great to know that there's quite a lot of um, competition. And that annual one, that's an interesting one. So if you were going to be doing quite mm. a for a period of time that might be the most uh, affordable way to go yeah no it is and I've found as I said I've got clients that are really starting to book maybe two three four five holidays in advance and then we know that that one policy is going to take care of we get a worldwide policy for you and it doesn't matter where you go and we're able to cover you pretty much for all of your travel journeys and um, and as I said that that uh, COVID pandemic cover is really important because you know, COVID hasn't gone away. And in some cases, if you do take a rat test and it is negative and you have to cancel, those cancellation fees can be quite hefty. So, you know, it is something that is still really important to ensure is covered. And, and in case you do catch it whilst overseas, you know, there are some covers that are better than others. And so I do really recommend people um, look at that in detail before committing to a policy. Yes, thank you. Well, all your experience. Right be very um, valuable and I suppose that's how you benefit any traveller is with with having all those expertise so that's why it's wonderful talking to you today. Um, so Rose as a listener to this podcast do you have recommendations for our over 50s audience about how they might work out where to go and when since there are just so many options and we love a great deal so you might enlighten us to some of these. Oh, look, definitely, Petra, the world is such an array of wonder and choice. I said, um, As I said before, starting with your bucket list destinations is the ideal spot to start. I think we've all got pented up travel demand and, um, and desire to get out there again. So if anything, it's really taught us that, you know, um, travel is really a privilege um, and life is really short. So, look, I'm, I'm really of the belief that you've really got to just live your best life. So, you know, considering whether, you, you know, have you always travelled economy? Would you like to try premium or even go to business or first class if you've never done that? Um, taking a little bit more indulgence and taking something like a luxury all-inclusive cruise or holiday. Um, this is something I'm seeing a lot more of now where people want to pay everything up front, not leave anything to chance and come back with a very small bill um, at the end of it. Um, also, you know, what are those places that you've been dreaming of whilst, you know, we've not been able to travel? You know, is it the pyramids in Egypt and cruising down the Nile or the lost city of Petra in Jordan? You know, a safari in Africa, seeing penguins in the Antarctic, 
hopefully I'm wetting appetite a little bit there. But, um, you know, eating a Portuguese tart in Portugal, as I got to enjoy recently, um, paella in Spain, you know, taking a world cruise or visiting Machu Picchu or Iguazu Falls in South America. I think the list just goes on and on. So with your type of work, are you allowing people to um, get a better deal because you have an intimate sort of connection with the overseas agencies themselves or how yes. does it work better to deal with someone like you, Rose, than to just go on to a website apart from obviously? Yeah, look, definitely. Yeah, so we, um, with the power of um, our suppliers and also our buying power, we're able to create packages um, and really deals that uh, are both air and land or uh, air and cruise. And so these are able, the discounts and the savings and the offers, particularly the value added and special offers are able to be passed on to our clients um, just simply because, you know, we have better relationships and we've been able to negotiate better contracts and deals with various um, global partners and um, and hotel and um, airlines and just basically an array of um, hospitality providers. So it does definitely then enable clients to have a much more inclusive deal. For example, I have access to um, a special signature travel association and that allows me to guarantee clients um, some little extra value adds such as um, early check-in and check-out um, subject to availability, often a food and beverage credit or a spa credit for that particular um, hotel and also it allows a special gift um, on arrival and just little touches like that, um, mini bar touches and it just in, enables us to give people a really personalised holiday. Wonderful. And I also I suspect that if we were overseas and anything language-wise was a problem, we could email someone like yourself if you've organised the, the trip and help communicate with the country if there was to be anything that wasn't going as to plan. Yes, yes, most definitely. For example, I specialise in Italy and uh, France and Spain travel and I have local um, su suppliers and providers on the ground and obviously um, with myself, I'm able to speak a couple of languages and so then I'm able to communicate with them quite clearly. Um, obviously, they speak English as well, but it's a real advantage when you're able to speak to them, you know, in their same language and really get some results and, and even some special occasions sort of stuff organised as well. So it has really enabled me to, you know, um, allow clients to have some pretty unique experiences. Oh, that sounds lovely. So, like, that would be often um, a wedding anniversary or a special zero birthday that people might choose to, to travel to a specific location, and then that's great to know. You could actually enhance the, the memory by having something set up for them to, to remember that. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, you know, there's things like, you know, enabling people to get into some, you know, places that they're not allowed to after hours um, simply because they've got a private tour organised or tickets to Andrea Bocelli's one-off concert that he does in his hometown. Um, just really, you know, um, unique experiences that often it's hard for us to arrange ourselves from here. So yeah. those connections really make a difference. Oh, you've definitely lit my appetite. <laughs> So all this awareness is fantastic, Rose, and I know many of those listening might consider involving you in their travel management. So just before we finish, would you be able to let people know how they can contact you and if there are any final points you'd like to add that we may have left out today? 
Absolutely. I'd love to, Petra. Uh, Look, I really encourage the listeners, and thank you again for having me today, to think about what's important to them and to put together their most desired destinations and experiences that maybe they've put off for a while and make travel count again. Um, Engaging someone like myself who's a professional travel manager and working with us um, to create your trip of a lifetime is something that you'll really be thankful for, for the peace of mind, because like we really know travel and we we are really conscious of getting you value for your money. Um, One thing I do see a lot more of at the moment is the trend for people going longer. Um, while they go away, as we mentioned before, air travel is quite expensive. So I'm finding people are going for much longer and often incorporating round the world trips um, in order to sort of, um, you know, tick off a couple of places as opposed to just going to one destination and returning. I'm also seeing um, a lot of families starting to have uh, extended family on what we call multi-generational travel, where they take, you know, a number of families on a couple of generations and they go away and have a trip together, whether that be privately or, um, or you know, just going on a general trip. So celebration travel for the milestones that we've missed is uh, definitely something that I think is something we've missed, but it's also something I'm seeing a lot more people doing. And I think we really should just take the effort to celebrate these because I think I heard a stat that through the pandemic, every person in Australia missed about 4.5 milestones um, in the pandemic. So when you've calculate that over um, the population of Australia. I think it's about 117 million occasions that were missed for the Australian uh, population. So still got a lot to celebrate out there. But no, for me, definitely, if anyone would like some assistance from an expert travel advisor and um, would like to partner with me to, uh, you know, work towards an itinerary and a, and a dream holiday, you can certainly learn more and get in touch with me through my website, which is travelmanagers.com.au slash Rose Febo, or simply you can Google Rose Febo Travel Managers as well as on Facebook and Instagram. And look, please join my travel club and sign up to my newsletter because that's really how I'm able to communicate some of the best deals and offers in the travel market. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, you can tell you're an expert. And how long have you been doing this sort of work for us? Oh, look, I've been in travel for over 20 years on and off. Um, so this is now my home, home-based mobile travel agency. So I've had this one for now six years and uh, really loving every minute of it. Uh, Petro and I love seeing clients leave and come back and just having had a dream holiday and and that's really just what brings joy to my heart is absolutely having people go away and explore and reconnect with cultures people and places. Yeah well I I knew when we connected via LinkedIn and and it just seemed right to connect with you at the podcast level Um, it's just been awesome to hear you repeat things like multi-generational is a big part of what I talk about and I only just spoke about grandparenting um, on my podcast with my parents the other night and just how important it is uh, to yeah. have that closeness and maybe the pandemic did remind us that um, family is really, you know, valued and that doing these sorts of things like travelling together, what a wonderful way to see the world and um, bring, you know, beautiful memories um, to light. So if I was to now um, recap maybe on some of what you mentioned, if that's okay, Rose. Um, I love Yeah, go for it. Five tips there, health advisory, warnings, etc. regarding destinations was one of them. Um, making sure that you look up those, you know, ideal places that are on your bucket list. Uh, engage a professional who is ATAS um, accredited. 
don't forget your insurance and ensure that your passport is valid. <laughs> that's definitely true. People have been waiting to get those. Um, that's great if the time limit's gone down. Yes. 12 weeks there at one point. Um, you suggest was, yeah. we should plan out as far as possible because you can get better value and, you know, you also might be able to discover um, what other options there are to add to your plan the longer that you're doing it. Um, that there are different ways of looking at the insurance from an annual perspective and make sure that it covers all those things that are, are valued by over 50s, especially in that medical area. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved your words, live your best life and, um, and pay up front if you can so you don't have to come home to a big bill. That's how I like to travel. I never like to leave it till I come home to pay for it. But every yeah. Um, so, yeah, we can negotiate a lot more by having a travel main manager and get more um, inclusive options, which I love the thought of. And, yeah, um, making travel count. That's what life's about, making the things that are important to you count. And travel definitely for many of us is. So I hope that's kind of covered a fair bit of what you discussed, even though it was really nice to have it in your words. Um, so people yes. who are interested in a holiday sometime in the future and you've heard something here today that you would think might equip you for that journey, don't forget travelmanagers.com.au and I've been speaking um, with Rose Febo. So let's keep in touch, Rose, and maybe we can even plan a travel adventure, hey? <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good, Petra. Look, thank you and thank you again for having me. And, um, yeah, I look forward to hearing the uh, podcast. Yes, no worries. So do you put tours together or uh, is that another group that you'd recommend if people... No, no. So um, the travel that I offer is an all-inclusive concierge travel service. So for me, it's about really putting together whatever the clients need and I'll curate that. So whether it be for a solo traveller, a couple, or as I said, a, a family or a group, um, I'm able to assist with all of that. So it, whatever the travel requirements are, I'm a fully a full service travel agent. So I'm able to help with all of that. Yeah, well, in time, yeah. I'd love to think that uh, members of our, our tribe could get together if so and, and pick a location and offer some um, great options for travelling together because it's often nice to know some of the people you're travelling with, hey? Oh, look, it is. And I find that, you know, with groups or with a group of family, friends or with um, like-minded people, you do get a lot more out of the trip as well. Um, but we can, I can certainly tailor that for you. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah, well, keep in touch, Rose. And if I get some feedback from the podcast indicating that people would like to, I know one of my um, bucket list items is to spend three months in Europe. So since you sent oh, up, yeah. I need nice. to talk to you about that and um, then nice. obviously doing a lot of um, what Australia is renowned for with the outback and so forth. So yeah, exciting to talk travel, even if it's just at this stage of plan. <laughs> oh, look, Petra, so much to see. And often I think there's so little time. So as I've been saying, um, you know, don't wait for one day. Today is the day. And if you wait too long, it's not going to be there. So you might as well take, um, you know, take the plunge and just get booked on something that you really love and something that you've been dying to, you know, go and see and do and, and enjoy. That sounds like a perfect note to leave on. <laughs> uh, it's time to finish our Make, Make It Count Travel podcast for today. So um, farewell and thank you, Rose, and thank you, listeners, and um, have a great day. Thank you. 
Petra's podcasts are intended for all over 50s seeking health and happiness. Her website, www.3quartertime.com.au, is where you'll find out all about her events and services. You might also like to investigate her Facebook or Instagram presence. And if you're interested in RSVPing to an event, you'll find links to the Meetup online site where you can book and pay. Petra is from Noosa on the Sunshine Coast of Queensland and her details are available via her website or at LinkedIn. Please share her ideas with your connections and thank you for listening. Have a great day. Now, here are 10 fun and fascinating facts about essential travel. 1. Passport or other important documents, such as driver's licence, medical insurance, travel insurance, bank account details, and don't forget to let your bank know if you're going to be using your card overseas. Also, contact details for your local consulate and other accommodation details, etc., recorded somewhere. 2. Maps. Either physical maps or having maps stored on devices and potentially downloaded in the case of limited mobile range. 3. Medications. Any personal health-related such medicines, as well as basic items for, in case of an accident, band-aids, antiseptic, hot coal pack, etc. 4. Sleeping requirements. Pillow and or lightweight blanket, especially if sleeping whilst in transit. 5. Weather protection. Hat, jacket, small travel umbrella, lightweight towel for personal use. 6. Clothing. Items that can be layered over the top of one another for different climates and preferably things that don't need ironing. Also consider pressure stockings for your legs on long-term flights. 7. Spares. Spares of most things, particularly batteries, glasses, um, eyeglasses, charging cords, etc. 8. Water bottle. Keep filled and ensure that the water is potable, in other words, fit for consumption. 9. Walking aids, such as comfortable shoes for walking and possibly a walking pole for support if you're doing anything in the environment. 10. Entertainment, such as reading material, Kindle, and if so, don't forget your charger. These fun and fascinating facts are just some of your essentials for travel over 50.
Thank you.